you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum bar. Welcome to Scumbar Podcast, episode 63, where we talk movies, video games, pop culture, books, the red pill, or the blue pill, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Brush, and with me today is uh, Morpheus himself with the uh, the dark sunglasses, deciding which pill we should take and if we want to go down that rabbit hole. Introduce yourself, good sir. But you already... I mean, you... You you did it for me, even though it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But but you did it. So I'm 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 I guess today I'm Morpheus, but an- an- I'm also Anthos. Anthosius, Anthosius. An- Mor- it'll be it's Morph Morpheus. 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 Morphos. That's me. That's me today. Morpheus. I don't think we're doing any Matrix themed stuff in the rest of the episode, but uh, <laughs> just was writing down a matrix theme so there you go uh, i haven't even seen I'm... the matrix in a long time when was the last time you saw the matrix uh geez what year is it geez <laughs> um probably <laughs> what year is it? you can only <laughs> ever get away with that year during, during coronavirus what yeah year? i guess so <laughs> it feels like yeah it just feels like time is passing by just like such a weird pace i don't know um you that boy I probably watched it last year at some point, but wow. like bits and pieces. I don't think I watched it in its entirety. I was telling my fiance about your idea about um, making a prequel or not a prequel, but a, like a side story about um, Agent Smith in oh, yeah. between one and two. Yeah. And uh, she really likes the Matrix. And uh, yeah, she was she was interested in it. She was saying that she'd watch it as well. So cool. It's a good one. So we yeah. should make like an animated film of that or something. Agent Smith's Rise to Fame is yeah. what it would be called. That, ooh, Rise to Fame. <laughs> <laughs> the cover's just him going to Hollywood. He's got like the red <laughs> yeah. carpet and stuff. <laughs> just all those uh, people just taking photographs. The paparazzi and there's like him coming out of the limo adjusting his tie at that moment in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the paparazzi are the other agents that just died, I guess. And, <laughs> but they, they were also released and they, they came back as paparazzi. They're in the background like taking over somebody at that moment. Like their hand is inside their chest. And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> Anthos, how you doing? What's going on with you? Um, I'm good. Good. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just trying to, <laughs> trying to think about what I've been doing. I mean, yeah. so yeah, every time um, I meet with some friends, like each week, and they're like, oh, what have you been up to? I'm like, I, every week just seems like I've been doing the exact same thing at this point. Oh, no. Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it isn't, I'm obviously not doing the exact same thing, but, you know, we're, we're, we're still under, uh, state of emergency house arrest per se so um but i don't know yeah, still well actually you know it's it's nice that my wife and i were getting time to catch up on stuff that we had always wanted to um or just you know like we're always adding to that never-ending list of stuff to watch on netflix or prime video or something mm. so we yeah. watched we watched the king just recently king. um i forget the actor's name but one of uh, one of the guys that's in it was in Smoke and Aces. He's the one that like, um, he like carves his face to like look like somebody else, and he like smokes a lot so that he makes his voice all like 
scratchy. I'm just going to look it up because that would make more sense. Okay. The it. King. Also, uh, the guy who plays, like, the main actor in The King was in Little Women. He plays uh, Little Lori. Women. <laughs> Walking down the street, <laughs> Little Women. <laughs> um, I was actually doing Pretty Women from Sweeney Todd, but you know what? It's okay. Oh, you know what? That's on my list. Of th- I want to watch that. Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd, yeah. Like the musical or like uh, the movie? Well, I guess both. Uh, Timothée Chalamet. Timothée Chalamet. I think that's Chalamet. right. Because Timothy is spelt with two E's. One has an accent instead of a Y. So it's Timothée. I'm looking at the king right now. For some reason, I don't see that actor there. Oh, um, his name is Hal. Like, oh, yep. Yeah, I see it. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Actually, you know what? I saw a trailer to this. Yes. Okay, so it's a, it's a... No, it is a movie. But yeah, I saw a trailer to yeah. this at some point, and I was looking at this like... Oh, because Robert Pattinson's in Yeah, it. that's right. Yes. I didn't realize... So I didn't know about the cast at all until... Um, yeah, everything was revealed to me in the moment while watching it. When I saw Robert Pattinson, oh. I was so confused. And his and character was just... one kid? Sorry? There's, sorry, there's one kid in here that I also know from something. Um, um, I recognize the face, but I'm not sure why. Who? Which oh, one? Oh, he plays... Um, He's in Game of Thrones. He plays uh, the son of the king. King Robert's like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tom, Tommen right. or something? Tommen, yeah. yeah. And he was also in 1917. Oh, I never saw 1917. Okay. Um, but yeah, 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 that's right. So him. Okay. Yeah, he's in it. Sorry, so how was the king? You know, it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. Um, I didn't know what to expect from it, and it was... It was, I don't know. I, it looks psychological. A, maybe a little bit because I, f- I find that with the story, usually usually I find that uh, they give you things that make it a little bit more predictable or they they kind of bring you along one path or make you think one thing for quite a while. Right. Um, and uh, it leads just to more things uh, that make sense to see that in succession. But this was almost like, the exact opposite i'm trying not to just i'm trying not to spoil it but right um but he he's so yeah timothy chalamet hal plays kind of like a up-and-coming king and um like before he's king he has these ideals of what uh uh, i guess of being a ruler um and then yeah and so it's 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 just about watching him i guess in a way watching his journey of becoming a ruler and how he rules and right yeah i know that's very broad but um yeah it's hard being for being a king to yeah this is about being a king how was robert pattinson in it i'm curious because one day he will be batman so <laughs> yeah well i mean seeing seeing him in that was hard for me to picture him as batman oh really because okay. it's just such a completely different role but mm. which is fine because i mean as as an actor he should be able to play you know yeah different types of roles and and not be scrutinized for playing one because of the other. Right. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think he did fine in that role. It was a funny role. It's a really, really weird role actually, but, um, or the character was really weird. Not that the role was weird. The character was just weird. Anyway, um, try hmm. watching it. It's, yeah, it was okay. fun. I enjoyed it. So. Try, try watching just it. Just try. <laughs> you just try. Um, what else did we... Did I? Oh yeah, um, Castlevania. So I watched season three. Oh wow! Came, I still haven't like, caught up season recently. two yet. 
I gotta sit down and watch season two, but I haven't even got to that. But I've, st I've still been blasting that soundtrack. I got I recently got a new Bluetooth uh, device for my car. So it's like a Bluetooth oh. auxiliary device that plugs in that I can wirelessly connect to my car. My car doesn't have a Bluetooth built in, so this is my alternate means. Anyways, because of that, I've been listening to music like crazy now in the car, and I've been blasting Castlevania. <laughs> this nice. has been so awesome. So that's like my favorite drive to work is just like blasting the theme to Castle or uh, Bloody Tears, that song. I do that with Castlevania. It's cool. Good. Nice. That sounds like a good drive. It's a very good drive. Nice bloody drive. <laughs> or Vampire Killer. Both of those are good. Cool. Um, anyways, yeah. So if you get a chance to watch that. Uh, you know, Season 3 was very... I found it was very different from Season 2 in terms oh. of... Uh, um, like, giving, giving some of the characters purpose. And it oh. was just like... I, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be... I think while watching it, I just wasn't sure what I'm supposed to be taking from it. And then hmm. a analyzing it afterwards, I'm also thinking, did I, did I not get like the right things out of it? Like what? Like I was focused Weird. on certain, some aspects of it, which I found were almost as if like the, uh, the characterizations weren't as, as, as important as they used to be. I don't know. It's really just watch it. <laughs> well, I wonder if maybe they're trying to transition the protagonist of the show to a different protagonist, only because, like, w I can't remember which Belmont it is in the first season there, but uh, like, there's other Belmonts oh, and uh, yeah, and Trevor. Uh, oh, Trevor, like, right? Yeah. Um, like, I'm wondering if they're trying to find a way to throw in Simon, or if they're trying to create a different protagonist, or if they're trying to change it over to Alucard and have Alucard as a protagonist for the series. Um, but again, I haven't seen season two at all, so I, I don't really know if there's other characters in it from there on. But oh, it's just that the games yeah, yeah. the games progress in a way where there's new protagonists all the time, um, but the same antagonists keep popping up in the games, but different protagonists. So I can okay. see how maybe the show is trying to shift into some other uh, Castlevania stories. Plus, there's actually a lot of lore that I'm so unaware of that's on like the DS and the Game Boy Advance games uh, and the I think the 3DS and stuff. There's like some Castlevania games on there, and apparently they're really good. Uh, as far as the lore goes. So, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to throw some of that into the show as well. There's like Aria of Sorrow, I think is what it's called. I think it's one of the more popular ones that people like. Aria of Sorrow. Aria. 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 Sorrow. Castlevania Aria of Sorrow is a 2003 side-scrolling platform video game uh, for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I think that's a pretty popular one as far as story goes. Okay. Cool. Mm. Um. Jeez, I'm trying to even think. I see the the issue with me uh, binging stuff is that I completely forget things like so quickly. So now that I've watched <laughs> season three, I'm trying to picture like what even happened in season two. Actually, that was with me with uh, Ozark. I was watching like oh, uh, my fiance yeah. and I were like binging that, and yeah. we went through season one again, and then we're in season two. And halfway through season two, I was like, where did season one end and season two start? I was like, I actually don't remember anymore. <laughs> like, I yeah, remember exactly. the transition because so much happened. So. Do you remember Naoko? I was just going to ask you. I haven't seen Ozark Season 3 yet, but I do... I need to watch that. Does yeah, season, season 3 is uh, good for Ozark. I think Season 3 is much better than Season 2 of Ozark. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where did where did Season... Wait, okay. I'm trying to think of se Season 2 where they left off. Uh, season 2... Like, you finished Season 2? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The ending to Season 2 was the uh cruise not the cruise the um the casino on the riverboat uh mm -hmm. is about to open and marty and his family are out there doing like a press conference for it 
and Marty has a scheme to get... This is spoilers, by the way, for uh, Ozark. <laughs> Mar- Marty's got a scheme to get his family out of the Ozarks and got a plane ready, and he's gonna he's on his way to getting them out. But Wendy ends up pulling some kind of scheme to keep them in by promising the cartels more uh, casinos for them to launder money through. And she uh... tells him at the very end, and then they take this photo of the family like in front of the casino, and Marty's like all like, what the hell? And then she's all like you know having fun because she wants to like take this further kind of thing so right okay i do remember that photo scene. yeah and right, that's right. that okay. it all ends on that photo so gotcha okay uh cool all right yeah Let's but season see. three honestly i didn't like season two all that much i thought it was not really the same as season one season one it felt like marty was kind of driving the show and season two everyone kind of takes a back seat for some of the other smaller characters and then season three, I feel like they finally found their voice again and they like put the right characters in the right moments so mm-hmm. that everyone has a part to play again. So I don't know. Season three is just well-crafted. Well, season two, it just seems like they, they really tried to expand their horizons in terms of what characters that they want to like have an impact on the overall story. Um, because with, uh, I can't remember her name, but like the bl- little, little blonde girl and like her family. Oh, like, Ruth. They had, Ruth, yeah, 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 Ruth. And like um, uh, her brothers or her uncles or whatever or yeah sort of, like there yeah. was just so much going on with all of them yeah but in season one i feel like they handled it they handled it pretty well because every character is still integral to the main character's plots season mm-hmm. two they like you said they widened it and uh since they widened it they lost that connection for like the main plot that's going on so you're watching a lot of b plot or b story that's just not that important or yeah, it doesn't matter like as it. much and it gets kind of yeah. boring and characters also make decisions that don't really make sense for the characters i think <laughs> in season two yeah um, so again, season three, I feel like they went back to their roots, and it makes more sense again. Okay. But season cool. two was kind of off. Yeah. Nice. That's my thoughts. Cool. Um, do you want to move into ye old news while we're talking about all this? <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> all right, ye old news. And uh, I'm gonna steal your limelight, and I'm gonna say some news right off the bat. Oh. Um, because. Oh. Because this news is old news. So it's actually, it's literally ye old oh, news. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently this is from December, but I just discovered this last night with some friends of mine. My fiance and I and uh, some friends of ours that live in Vancouver, we were playing uh, Minecraft. Now we used to play Minecraft on the PlayStation together. Mm-hmm. My, my fiance and I don't really like to play Minecraft on the PlayStation because we don't like the controller. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, well, PlayStation has, since December apparently, but uh, this is new to me, um, they've apparently made it so they can now play Minecraft Bedrock Edition which Bedrock Edition is, a, is the version of Minecraft that's, it was like recoded and redesigned to work on all devices. It's not oh, the cross exact, platform. yeah, cross-platform. So it's not the yeah. exact same as the Java edition of Minecraft, which I'm used to, but it's very similar. Okay. Um, there's, there's some subtle differences, but yeah. Other than that, it's pretty much the base game though. Um, anyway, so I was playing last night and my fiance and I got to start a Minecraft server and set it all up. And then um, you had to log in with like Xbox accounts. So we had to make Xbox accounts, sign in through Windows, and then our friends on a PlayStation 4 were connecting into the server we had made. And I was like, this is just bizarre. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, I've just never heard of this kind of cross-platforming play like this, where you've got PlayStation users with technically Xbox users playing the same game. And mm. I was doing it all through a hosted computer uh, PC. So, um, I don't know how new that is to other people, but to me, that's new. And that was weird. It was like Xbox and PlayStation working together. And then I watched the trailer <laughs> of their Bedrock Edition and playing together or whatever. 
Yeah. And uh, they even did it in the trailer. The PlayStation trailer showed a Switch, and it showed an Xbox controller, and it showed, like, everyone else playing together with the PlayStation. Oh, nice. And I thought that was actually kind of cool for a Sony. And I was like, oh, wow, like, Sony's actually making a trailer showing the other consoles in their trailer. Like, that's pretty interesting, but... Yeah. It works well. I like that whole idea of everyone playing together. Uh, I don't know if it would work for every game, but there's a lot of games out there I think would benefit from the whole cross-play atmosphere so i thought that was cool. definitely something like actually i think i can't remember if rocket league is crossplay or it might only be cross compatible one way but not both ways but right rocket league because you can play that on uh psn you can play that on uh is it steam i believe it's steam yeah on pc yeah. i i imagine you can play it on xbox i believe it goes playstation to to pc or playstation to steam and steam to xbox but there's no playstation to xbox like, you wouldn't be able to play against Whoa. Xbox users on the PlayStation 1, right? It's That's always such a like weird separation. I know, yeah. it, it is very weird, but it's always been that way. Like, PlayStation and Xbox don't play well together. Um, but now you can. Neither do their fans, apparently. I mean, it's just <laughs> so weird when I'm looking up... Um, uh, I think it was when I was... Oh, when I was looking up the PS4 or PS5 DualSense uh, re-reveal a couple weeks back. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at the comments on Instagram, and, like, I don't... Well, why do PS players bash Xbox players and vice versa? Like, what's the point? It's just a war. It's a tale as old as time, it's... you know? <laughs> there were two cavemen uh... who were uh, around one time, and they were complaining about the shape of the rocks one time. And uh, ever since then, it's been Xbox versus PlayStation. And Switch so. is just, like, on the sidelines, just like, eh. Whatever. Oh, yeah, those people are wholesome people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very peaceful natures to them. Uh... But the PlayStation Xbox people, they're the ones that go to war. Yeah. 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 Hey, it's oh. better it's better to have two competing companies than just to have one almighty company that owns everyone. So I'd rather that. Why well, yeah. I I guess. Yeah, no, that is Because like PlayStation yeah. got this is my opinion, but I, I love PlayStation. Very biased for them. But I think they got yeah. very lucky with PS4. I think with PS4 everyone was praising them for all these decisions they made. I yeah. think those decisions those decisions were not necessarily planned. They just okay. kinda <laughs> happened. Uh-huh. And uh, they went with the audience feedback. For example, the Xbox One came out saying, we're going to be only online, um, and you have to use Connect when Xbox One first came out. Um, so they said that. Oh, so a really? lot of the fans were like, wait, what? So then, then they went to PlayStation being like, well, are you online? And like, are you only online? And the PlayStation, were, they, they would just respond with things like, no, you can also play offline. But I feel like they're just kind of like being very like, like, please don't screw this up. Don't say the wrong thing, you know? There was another one where Xbox was saying DRM only. So you had to have, you had to connect to the internet to be able to activate your CD when you bought it. It wasn't actually a CD. It would have been a code when you bought the game. Mm. That's what Xbox One was originally saying. And PlayStation, they then responded by making this commercial where it was like, here's how you trade games with a friend or something. And they showed like a guy just handing like a game to another friend. And like, then he yeah. put it in his PlayStation because yeah. you couldn't do it on an xbox <laughs> and um but again that's just kind of playstation responding to what happened to xbox so again they passively won all those fans because of that so i think playstation <laughs> got really lucky and i'm so concerned with them going into ps5 i'm like oh they, they now have to make big decisions again and we saw with ps3 when they make big decisions they end up screwing up a lot so <laughs> they're I think, uh, uh, it'll I feel like a uh, playstation's marketing campaign should be solely based on responding to whatever fans like xbox xbox yeah. fans ask them like so are you gonna do this like xbox <laughs> and marketing campaign from sony should be something like well what do you think the right yeah, answer is? exactly <laughs> what do you think <laughs> what would you like us to do yeah i feel yeah. like that's the thing if they just kept waiting you know i mean they did really well they kept saying games first games first it's all about the player and all that kind of stuff which is the easiest thing to say if you're making a console just keep saying that like do whatever you can for developers because developers are the most important thing about your console 
Um, but as soon as they start saying, like, our console's so good, it's exclusive for this and this and this, and nobody's allowed to develop for it and all that, you, just, you get into this gray area, and, and I, I don't know. I feel like PlayStation is going to... Their heads have swelled up again, but unfortunately <laughs> that might happen with yeah. just like the PlayStation 3 did, and they're going to say, no, no, it's proprietary software and all this kind of stuff, and it's going to be an issue, so... I think, yeah, once you start doing exclusives, that's when things just go a little bit too far. Or well, I mean, exclusives are fine, but um, like like for God of War, for example, that should be on PlayStation. It makes it more tantalizing for it to be only on PlayStation. Or sorry, yeah, not exclusive games, per se, <clears throat> yeah. but I mean like exclusive like... Exclusive hardware like was hardware, the biggest issue. Exactly, yeah. yeah, When they did the cell processor chip for the PlayStation, that was their biggest issue because people couldn't develop for that thing. They didn't know how. It was mm-hmm. very powerful. They could definitely boast about stats, but it wasn't good for developing for. So that was just... Yeah, it was just PlayStation being dumb. Anyways, who knows? I could talk about this all day, but I, I, I feel like they... Uh, I, I really hope they don't make a mistake for PS5, but I feel like they're going down that road already, and the fans are all going to just bite at each other's heels. <laughs> if anything, everybody will just go back to Animal Crossing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I do have some news. Do you have any more news? I've got more, but you go ahead. Okay. We'll do a little bit of... Uh, I did a bit of research this time, for once. <laughs> nice. Cool. We're, uh, we're doing this little... It's like, like we do uh, a news segment. What would you call that? Like a give and go. That's what oh, we're like a, a podcast. Give and go. Like, we're, <laughs> it's like we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. So one is, if uh, for those who have been watching The Clone Wars, um, so on Disney+, Plus, they release episodes weekly every Friday as opposed to just releasing a whole season at a time. So we are now back into, well, I, actually for the past few weeks, we have now been watching Ahsoka um, down in like the lower levels of uh, Coruscant. And um, the most recent episode, uh, so I'll try to, I'll, not to give too many spoilers or any spoilers at all about it, but um, so the most recent episode that came out is, I believe it is either a precursor or the beginning of the Siege of Mandalore arc, which a little while back, um, Dave Filoni, or I'm not sure who, who was uh, kind of revealing it, but or discussing it, but... Um, this was one of the things that were upcoming that people that fans were really excited about just to see the Siege of Mandalore because um, I believe that they knew it would offer more info or insight on um, Ahsoka. Mm. Sorry, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, so it would yeah more involvement of uh, Ahsoka with uh, potentially being with the Jedi Order again mm. uh, and also bringing um, shedding more light on what's happening with Darth Maul. Um, you know, after taking over Mandalore a little while back in Clone Wars and uh yeah so that's something that we're about to be seeing now um so the arc just before oh i feel like this could be like a whole maybe okay i'll, I'll say this for another time where we could just like a, do a topic on it but i'll just say for now um ahsoka is back and we're finally onto the arc that people are happy <laughs> happy to be watching okay just leave it at that i really need leave to watch that. this i'm gonna write it down <laughs> i gotta i gotta catch up on it i haven't watched and i keep watching the trailer like i'll see the thing is normally my fiance and i are watching some kind of show like ozark for example right then eventually she falls asleep and i'm like i could start something or i could just watch like some youtube stuff and then go to bed so usually what will happen is i'll watch youtube stuff and then i'll see like the clone wars for example i'll watch the trailer to the clone wars again so i've seen the trailer like a few times now i'm like it looks so good but then i don't actually watch the show i should have just spent that time watching the show (laughs) yeah well i would say if you don't have any spoilers like like on social media for example if you don't have people that are posting spoilers then I don't think you really have to worry about it. Even like, no, uh, like when I, for actually for for me, it's not social media. It's uh like my Google my Google news notifications because I've already started looking at articles having to do with Clone Wars. It gives me like on my feed it'll show stuff about Ahsoka or about Clone Wars, and so 
if I if I want to not be spoiled by even like article titles from Google, then I have to actually watch it in, um, like as as the episodes are released. But right. I mean, if you're not so stressed out to be avoiding spoilers, you might as well wait till the whole season's done, and then you can just binge it all without having to wait for it, right? Because yeah, I think it's only true. gonna be a few more episodes left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's... I will then, because I'd like to just watch the whole thing as one. I think it's that's much better to do it that way. Yeah, Give you might only have like I don't know five episodes left before it's completely done because i think it's only supposed to be like a 12 or 14 episode season and that's it oh and we're already at like nine or ten or something that's crazy i bet you like i know that they're saying it's like the end is the last and all that but i bet you anything this is kind of testing the waters i don't know if they'll make another clone wars season i can see them stopping that but I could see them making a whole new series, but keeping the same, let's say, voice actors, animators, and Dave Filoni and all that. The, yeah. Keeping the same Filoni. Um, and uh, and just making a new show. I could see them doing, like, uh, after... Because they're probably a little bit sick of being stuck in Attack of the Clones and uh, Return of the Jedi. Or no, oh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith, I mean. Um, being stuck in yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, area. Yeah. I yeah. feel like maybe now they're like, okay, well, maybe we want to take on... I know that a lot of people are doing this, but, like, take on that chunk again between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Maybe they're like, okay, we want to retell some of the stuff in there and kind of pad out maybe some of that uh, Rogue One kind of territory and all that. Yeah. I can see them still doing that. So I think maybe that's where they're going with this because there's a lot of fans that are watching it right now loving the Clone Wars. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I can see them doing that. Plus, Mandalorian is really... Or, yeah, the Mandalorian is really popular. Oh, maybe they'll take on that territory. Interesting. Well, maybe as we already there. know, like Ahsoka is going to be coming up in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the next season. So maybe so... they'll do maybe they'll do just before the Mandalorian starts, but right after uh, Return of the Jedi, maybe. To make like a new that's show similar. that's similar oh, okay. in animation to the Clone Wars, like maybe they'll do a segment there instead, because that might then bridge mm. the gap between what happened between the Mandalorian and Return of the Jedi. Because there's a lot of questions there too of what's happening, and even Baby Yoda's like origins and stuff. I can see them. That's how they tantalize you. Be like, oh, like we'll tell you about how Baby Yoda came to be or something like that. Like I can see them doing that in the new show. That's my Definitely, guess. I can see that. So I'm locking it in. and It's gonna happen. So locking year, it in. A year from that, now, we're gonna be like, answer? we called it on episode <laughs> 63. <laughs> Definitely possible. Yeah, and and if anything, that's similar. That would be kind of like a similar route to what they've been doing with the MCU as well, right? Mm. That um, you know they're. Uh, they'd be testing the waters with certain things. Um, I mean, like with, they had agents of shield on and they, they did, uh, what would you call it? Um, it, it, I mean, it's, it's Canon, but they only had a few episodes that really had reference to, or would overlap what's happening in the movies. But majority of what happened in the series did not take place. Like we didn't see anything that, that overlapped, but, um, but now we're going to be seeing more of the other, uh, streaming series, like with, Loki and Hawkeye and everybody else that mm. yeah in a sense that's it's kind of similar in that way we'll be we'll be getting to see a little bit more of um, potentially like behind the scenes or like side story aspects or even origins of other upcoming characters that will eventually show up in in the movies right so yeah which should be interesting yeah yeah um, cool well yeah I mean that's like why don't we we can keep going with this give and go thing we can go back to you oh oh yes I of give course. you go um there's a thing going on right now. Uh, my fiance was telling me about this the other day. It was for the weekend. She's like, hey, we should do this. And uh, I guess um, I don't know which theater company it was or it ended up being, but I have a, I'm venturing a guess it was like the London London Broadway kind of thing. Hmm. Um, I can't remember what that's called, but like the London Theater 
uh, thing for where they do yeah the, the big one shows. that's like taking over. Oh, I thought you meant the movie theater the thing that's taking over Cineplex and stuff. Uh, no, I don't know about that. But what what's happening right now is they um whatever whatever like the Broadway in London is that does all the Broadway shows. Uh, I believe they started to make this thing where they're putting their shows on YouTube. Um, oh, and they started with the Phantom of the Opera. So they did the Phantom of the Opera live, and they threw uh, a video recording version of it all onto YouTube so that people who can't go to see it right now are able to watch it all on YouTube for free. And they were hoping to get donations from people and all kind of stuff for their local theater and uh, just, you know, just like putting some money towards everything. And so my fiance and I sat down on Saturday night, I believe, and we watched all of Phantom of the Opera. And, oh, nice. Uh, it was really well done. Like, I, I enjoyed the performance, and I was I was really happy with it. And it looks like they're now going to do Jesus Christ Superstar and uh, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. So, cool. I've wanted yeah. to see those. I've never seen them. Yeah, well, are you? in my opinion, it... I don't really like the Jesus Christ Superstar rendition that they do because it's modern. And I'm used oh. to the 70s movie where it's, like, all, like, 70s style. And also, uh, okay. like, like, in the desert and stuff. And I, I just like that one better. So, okay. Um, anyways, it doesn't really matter, but that's just a small small thing about it. Uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to find the clip. So what happened was it was trending on YouTube. It became the number two most watched thing or something like that while we were watching Whoa. it. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, crazy. Um, I'll see if I can find it. I'll send you the link for it. Are you referring to Her Majesty's Theater? Is that what you were trying to figure out? Like no. You're trying to figure out like the organization. You, just, you know how that... you call it Broadway when you're talking about New York theater? Yeah. What do you call it in London? Okay. That's what you I don't ask, know. <laughs> what do you call broadway in london oh no way i didn't know this they took it down i oh. just found, just found out now it looks like it was actually uh, temporary so you can go right now to i'll show you that i'll send you the link to their uh their page on youtube and you can go to their page it's called the show must go on that's their channel and they've got mm -hmm. now clips from the performance that was the phantom of the opera uh at albert hall and uh, you can't watch it anymore, though. It was on there. Now it's gone. Oh, that's a shame. It was really good. They Aww, gained, like, a bet. million subscribers. Like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it, it was really popular. And uh, it was amazing. So I do hope that they throw more on, because I would love to watch these uh, musicals live while you can't, really. Right now with coronavirus going on, yeah, obviously right. you can't go to the theater. So um, it's nice that they're doing this. I'm just excited to see what else they're going to do. Does London have Broadway? <laughs> Well, that's yeah. I don't know what you call it in London, like, because in London you say let's go see a Broadway musical, but like, uh, it's well, not a Broadway musical though, because you go to like these different places to go see it. So I don't really know what you call it in London. Well, okay, this this is the result on Google that is on Broadway.org. Yeah. Official London theater is London's equivalent of Broadway.org. So official London if, theater. Okay, that makes sense. I don't maybe, know if that. Yeah. Maybe it's just official London theater group or something. I don't know. Um. The description to the show must go on YouTube page. They're saying, welcome to the show must go on channel, which brings you show tunes, backstage access, and full performances from some of the best love musicals in history. So it's possible they'll show you actually the Broadway stages as well in New York. I, I don't know. All I know is this Phantom of the Opera one they brought out because of coronavirus, and it looks like it was so popular they're going to do more now because uh, they yeah. made money from it. So I'm just excited because I'm a fan of musicals too, so I, I, I'd love to see some of these live. Yeah, it's, it's, such, a, it's such a fun experience that I, like, I was wasn't really so much into when i was younger and then now that i don't know now i guess now that i've seen more um whether it's ones that i've seen in new york or or even here like local ones it's just so fun being up like getting a chance to watch something live like with that kind of yeah. caliber that kind of production it's it's really fun love it for sure yeah, yeah. i know i'm a big fan too and so when my fiance brought it up she's like oh like you'll you'll 
you should check this out. So we watched it, and we, we only put it on, but we were just going to watch the intro to the Phantom of the Opera, because I love <laughs> the beginning to it. And then, of course, we just kept it on, and then she was doing this, um, she was making a little uh, leash thing, um, and uh, she was, like, just making that while we were watching it, and then this, it was just funny, we ended up watching the whole thing. It was just, like, didn't mean making to, but just ended up happening. So. for... Checking it twice. I'm gonna <laughs> find out who's naughty or nice. Oh! Um, that's that news. What... What do you got? Give Wait, no, but and take. What what is it? What is she making a leash for? I uh, I can't say at this moment. Ah, uh, uh, what? I cannot. Man. I cannot uh, say at this moment. Uh, fine. I won't. I won't prod <laughs> until later. <laughs> now I'm gonna be thinking about. It. I don't have any more news, so we're gonna talk sooner. What? You've got news. I. I mean, I do. I just want to figure out this whole leash thing. Okay, well, anyway, my news. Um, it's a little bit of sad news, but there's Uh-oh. a uh, the voice actor, Rick May, um, who voiced... Uh, he was a voice actor for Star Fox and Team Fortress. Oh, no. Um, Do a barrel played, roll. So he's the actor for... Voice actor for Team Fortress 2 Soldier, and he was Peppy Hare oh. in Star Fox. Um, died at the age of 79 from COVID-19, very unfortunately. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that is kind of sad news, and I never really thought about uh, how much, like you know, voice actors could have an impact on um, on people, like whether whether it's for a TV show or a video game. But you know, I was looking at some of the comments, and um, yeah, somebody what did what did they say? Somebody said something about how um, somebody's voice something to do with like um, yeah, the voice actor or like the, their voice and what they've done with that character can get seared into so many brains and like just become immortalized that way and just um uh i mean yeah like we we have a lot of i'm sure yeah we can get inspired by actors and uh, and other artists because we get to see them um like visually watching them on youtube or in movies and tv shows and we can have that kind of association but but it's different just having this voice and placing it to i mean you can place it to several characters right just depending on what they've done um i mean for example um, Dante Basco, um, like he was Zuko, um, but he was also so sorry Zuko in uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Airbender. Ah, okay. Um, and he was also Rufio in Hook. So Rufio. I mean, there's kind of like a double association Rufio. there. But but either way, like I hear his voice and I automatically know like oh that's who he is and he plays Zuko and forever I'm gonna think like whatever I think of Zuko I think of Dante Basco, um, and it's just totally yeah it's seared into my brain. Hmm. Um, so. Anyways, it sounds like this guy, um, uh, Rick May, had a pretty good, uh, a pretty good career that people really enjoyed his stuff. So, um, so yeah, a little bit of sad news that he's left us, uh, especially from COVID nineteen. It's it sucks to hear that people are are succumbing to that, and um, you know everybody's uh, at least a lot of us. Are, you know, we're trying our best to make sure that we stay safe and stay healthy. But yeah, that that is life. You know, live life to the fullest and be safe and yeah <laughs> not not too much else to say about that really but yeah, yeah it does suck hopefully we don't see more of that with uh, voice actors but i mean it is going to happen unfortunately it just is what it is oh this is a really cool art actually i just want to mention about this i'm not sure who did it but um so the the character he uh, voice acts for does that make sense uh, voice acts his, for? His, his voice actor role in team fortress so is a uh, soldier so basically this guy that wears uh, that typical like army yeah yeah, I can think. I can actually hear the voice in my head of the soldier character. Okay, cool. So yeah, um, 
there's a there's a picture that somebody posted in this where it's that soldier and he's got a halo around him and he's got um Aww. he's got wings and he's like kind of it's almost it looks like he's kind of blasting off of this uh kind of like off a cliff the ro- but, yeah they do the rocket jump yeah but i mean he's got the rocket in front of how does that work so the rocket shoots backwards you, you shoot the rocket at the ground it's a quake mechanic from uh, the it's uh, okay you shoot the rocket at the ground and it launches your character up into the air oh okay okay cool yeah I, I never really played the game but here i'm gonna i'm going to send you this picture or the link so you can take a look at it. so you have a reference of what i'm talking about but okay i think it's a it's a pretty cool it looks like a pretty cool tribute not really knowing the character uh or him but it reminds me, I, love, article. I, I love it when yeah I, I rarely go on that it's only when things <laughs> pop up but i love it when uh when people come together for art to remember people or to pay homage to somebody um i remember a whole bunch when um when james avery you know uncle phil from fresh prince like when oh, he passed away yeah and tons of art came out of uh you know like ca- like scenes with him talking to will smith or um or just him being on his own or, or something it was just yeah oh i love i love that kind of art side note yeah also brings a pretty nostalgic feeling to it but yeah if you scroll down further in that link i sent you then you can see a little image i was talking about with him at the with the soldier with the halo yeah i like that that's really cool it's very tasteful Hmm. very well done this this is very nostalgic for me going back to team fortress two days oh yeah yeah okay peppy i didn't know peppy very well though uh, Peppy Hair was the, uh, like, the rabbit. Um, wait, wasn't he? Pretty sure it was Peppy Hair. Yeah. Peppy Hair. He was, I'm pretty sure he's the one that says, do a barrel roll. Isn't he? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Do a barrel roll. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Fox, do a barrel roll. He's funny, because it's just, like, got, like, two sprites for his mouth to open and close. So he just oh, yeah. kind of keeps doing this, da 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 version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh, do a barrel roll. There we go. Nice. Anyway, that's my news. Cool. Um, I don't have much more. The last thing I want to say, I don't have much to say about this. I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, I tried to watch. My fiance and I tried to watch. I think it was last night, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. We tried to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And oh yeah. I say try because I'm shocked. This movie should be a movie that I like. By all oh. accounts, I should like this movie. Now, uh-huh. maybe it was just the time of when I watched it, but we got 20 minutes into that movie, and I was like, what is the point of this movie? <laughs> there was no plot. It was just a bunch of people walking around, and I was like, I was getting so irritated. I was like, tell me a reason why I'm supposed to keep watching. <laughs> so uh, we ended up turning it off. We were both a little bit bored with it, and uh, I'm not, I'm not, definitely not going to go as far as to say it's a bad movie or anything like that. I understand totally that I just wasn't entertained. Um, yeah. but I, I think maybe it's cause I'm going through Harry Potter right now in the audiobooks, but I was like the first five minutes of a story should hook you. Like you should, you should know a little bit about what's going on and like, and, and why you're still watching this movie, you know, like yeah. think about, think about Lord of the Rings. It starts being like, here's a gigantic battle and it's, it's happening because of all this craziness. Then they finally pull back and take you to the Shire and then they tell you about Frodo and all that stuff, you know? So at least, you know, this is huge plot going on. Harry Potter, same thing. It's like this evil dark lord and there's this baby that they're taking away and the baby can never know about the evil dark lord and all that. But man, once upon a time in Hollywood, and I don't want to ruin anything. I definitely don't want to spoil the non-story, <laughs> but it's just a bunch of guys driving around Hollywood sets talking about this one guy being like a nobody. 
I get that maybe that's the point of the movie. Maybe by the end of it, he's now no longer a nobody. But I was like, it just seems so small stakes. I was like, I just don't care right now. Wait, so what? I'm trying to think back to the first 20 minutes. What was the last scene you remember watching? I think um, Brad Pitt was making craft dinner and was watching a <laughs> show with his dog. Oh, oh okay. All right, I see. I get it. I and get I was it. like, yeah. I, I again, it wasn't necessarily bad. It's just that... I think I was just looking for something. Like, we had just watched Phantom of the Opera uh, the night before. And again, they're like, uh, a Broadway musical, if you need pacing, Broadway musicals know how to pace. Like, they're just like, they're constantly going on plot for you. Um, yeah. And have so, <laughs> yeah, they do. They have like an hour and 20 minutes to tell you a crazy story. So, um, so again, it was just, it felt so slow. And I was like, oh, what is happening? Like, maybe, and I told, I told my fiance this. I was like, maybe I'll watch this again on another night. I'll just kind of put it on when I'm in the mood for like an atmospheric movie, it seemed kind of very, it was very historical. It seemed very accurate. I, I really liked all that. So it's like, maybe when I'm in that mood of like wanting to know more about that time period. Um, but I was looking for like a, a lot of plot and I was not getting it. And the movie's also three hours long. So it was like three hours of like a period piece is not really what I wanted to watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember by the end of it, it didn't really feel like it was that long. And I guess, yeah, the first act is probably pretty slow. I'm trying to, um, think back to what takes place in the second and third act because yeah what you're describing like if you're saying that pretty much all you saw was a couple guys just driving around looking at hollywood sets the rest of it does not at all seem like it's about a couple of guys driving around hollywood sets right so i promise you there is much more to it than that yeah i'm <laughs> sure there is and i definitely it. don't mean to knock it i just thought that'd be a funny yeah. take for you to hear that because uh but like based on the trailers based on what people are talking about it it definitely seems like a movie I would like. And I do like Hollywood. I like cl or classic Hollywood, I should say. Um, and I'm a fan of old westerns and stuff. So there's a lot there for me to enjoy. But yeah. I, I just wasn't feeling it when I was watching it. I, I really wasn't interested. I think I also didn't like Leo at all, um, his character. Like, I think okay. you're, suppo you're supposed yeah. to relate to either Leo or Brad, I think, at that moment. Um, I think. Because you're supposed to... Hopefully in a movie, you're, like, putting yourself into the movie a little bit. And, like, right. you're kind of following along with a character. You know, you're Harry Potter. You're you're the phantom of the opera no, you're um, ron weasley <laughs> you're ron weasley but no i i just neither of those characters i really liked and neither of those characters i really felt like i was i wanted to continue watching you know i just felt strange maybe i was like right on the end of like they were about to introduce some crazy hook and like get into it i know the manson family's in it and there was also mm -hmm. um what's that guy's name that director that uh the one who made um rosemary's baby i can't remember the director's name um rosemary's baby is that yeah a movie? yeah it's a movie this director made and his family i know was killed by the manson family so i'm assuming they are oh so roman polanski roman polanski yes uh, um, I see. okay i'm assuming that plot is going into this movie i don't know but i just know history and I'm, i know that happened in history so with those two characters being in this i assume it's going to happen but with the characters that i'm showing i'm like how does that play into those characters i don't know i don't know they'll they connect it eventually okay well I, th I feel like pretty soon after they do you do you see the connection i think well maybe yeah. i'll care when i put it on again <laughs> one day to watch it. and i hope that there's a topic in the future where i go you know what i was totally wrong it's a great movie and uh it ended up being really good in the end but right now my take is that i found it a little bit more boring than i was expecting and uh i i just wish That's they kind of they hooked me faster that's fair and it uh, for um i'm okay I, I really can't compare but for a quentin tarantino movie this one just from watching this movie and seeing all the trailers for his other movies yep. seems like such a far departure of his typical movie that i can see why it would seem like 
you should have been grasped earlier yeah i think so yeah i, I didn't like the hateful eight i think is what it was called um uh-huh. i didn't like that one because i found it slow but i really liked Django, and that maybe tells people more what i'm interested in because i felt like Django is paced really really well it's like okay. it's constantly going and like you're, you're there's so many cuts and scenes and crazy action all this stuff going on it's really really good but yeah. yeah then the hateful eight was very padded out plot to make it kind of a mystery and i didn't enjoy that i found it very boring so i guess that kind of says more about who i am you know and what i like yeah. to watch and i you know this is all the uh, once upon a time in hollywood is all a totally different category but it's uh it is more slowed down more dialogue more padding kind of trying to be more atmospheric and historical and get you in the moment of like these characters and yeah maybe i just gotta watch it when i'm in that mood but uh, just right now i'm not in that mood so <laughs> yeah mind you i and i don't i don't think this is spoiling anything but it is a parody from what i understand like the movie itself is like a parody like, of hollywood it's a parody of like multiple stories or something mm. or I, maybe maybe sure is a, a parody of hollywood but i guess yeah a parody of um of, of a of a of stories of several characters that's like that's kind of my take on it from my understanding so right um yeah but i mean that being said it should still be able to grip you like yeah. sooner than later so i don't know yeah. if that's the movie's fault or or what it's maybe just not my kind of movie i don't know but i looking at the story it looks like something i would like and i was shocked that i didn't but who knows maybe i will like it in the future we'll see but i just want yeah. to put that in as the news as just like a little news of, of personal news i guess Cool. um anyways right. let's uh we're running out of time here so we're gonna have to take it the wheel let's go my bet um ah, that's fine that's okay and I, I, my topic is not very long i'm just excited to talk about it um do you want to yeah. take the first okay. topic or do you want to or what do we... uh yeah i'll go i'll go first actually mine isn't too long either oh that um, actually but, works out then we might actually but, end up being on time then <laughs> <laughs> i kind of feel like since you uh you sound like you really really enjoy your topic and mine's kind of just like mine's just like a random <laughs> fun thing that just came to my mind and i just thought like let's just let's just do it because it just okay. sounds fun Okay. And and you at home, you do it too. You answer to whoever you are next to, or ask. Let me first just to. say this is topic number one. Yes, topic number one. This is the latest we've ever gone into topic number one. By the way, <laughs> I know. Wow, we did a good job. You know, I'm I'm starting to think that these uh, these podcast episodes they're like they've morphed into okay. news <laughs> in a way, but like. <laughs> You know, okay, we, we, we think about our topics ahead of time. Yeah. And so we want to shell out this this time to, like, make, like, feature these in the episode. But in the midst of, like, talking about all these news items, like, we have so much more just to talk about them naturally. That, that those have just naturally become what the episodes are really about. Yeah. This so, one's a bit more on the ratio of news than it was on topics, but they're yeah. not all like that. I think we've had some other ones that are less on news and more on the topic. It, it yeah. just varies every week. It's whatever we yeah. want to talk about. Yeah. Whatever. That's that's our that's our <laughs> podcast. Our podcast is not any one thing. It is yes. every every multiple thing. I'm I do apologize to the listeners <laughs> if you came in for the title of this podcast and you're disappointed to find out that there's not as much about that title. But I hope you enjoyed it for the ride. But anyways, continue. Just, just call this episode Heal News. Um, <laughs> so my my topic is uh, it's sans or it's wait how would I say it? It's ketchup sans? or sans ketchup. So oh. with or without ketchup. Interesting. Ooh, so I like this. This is fun. It's just really just banged my know. knee on my desk, but this is fun. <laughs> I'm adjusting too. Um, okay, so the point of it really, I'm just curious to see what Ooh. food items you would and would not eat with ketchup. Okay, well, as soon as I answer, you should also answer, and then then we get the real, oof, you know? 
Okay, wait. So if I if I give the food item, then we either say yes or no. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Like we. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So am I asking all of them, or did you want to input? You can you can you can toss them in there too. Sure, I'll toss them in there. Okay, so I'll start. Well, let's start like easy, like okay, where people would normally. I feel like it's more typical for people to to have ketchup rather than okay. sans ketchup. All right. Um. Okay. French fries. Ketchup. Ketchup. Okay. Yeah. Uh, me depends on the type of fries. Really? So so. Ooh. Oh, totally. So I'll give you an example. McDonald's fries I cannot have with ketchup. What? Oh. Church's so Church's chicken fries I love with ketchup. Oh, they thick cut. They're the crinkle cut ones. Oh, crinkle cut. Oh yeah, you gotta put ketchup on those. But also they're like a, they're they're crispy, but also a little bit more soft on the inside okay. because there's more ratio of that. I okay. Anyway, that. so yeah. Cool. Um, also kind of easy or typical hot dogs. Ketchup. Ketchup for me too. Otherwise, it's just it. You need you need kind of like it's the, not the really lubrication. a hot dog with the ketchup. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's gonna be too dry. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, okay, this is also hamburgers uh i'll say ketchup but if there okay. is a nice layer of barbecue sauce on there like a thick barbecue sauce spread on there yeah um i don't like i don't need the ketchup but i will probably also put ketchup on it if i have the choice you know what i mean like if it was just oh, a barbecue really? okay. burger if it's a barbecue burger and they didn't put ketchup on it i'm not gonna complain i'm definitely gonna yeah. eat it and be like oh that was great but if yeah. i'm making a burger myself and i did this recently i will put ketchup on it and i'll put barbecue sauce on it Okay, okay, yeah. So, like, if, yeah. if you ordered some sort of, like, gourmet burger or something yeah. from, like, Red Robin, you get, like, um... Oh, this this is my, my wife my wife and my <laughs> go-to kind of, like, burger combo at Red Robin. Yeah. Um, you get the... You get the bonsai burger. So, this is for those who like pineapple. So, this one comes with a grilled pineapple. <clears throat> but instead of sticking with the teriyaki sauce that comes with it, you switch it for the Whiskey River barbecue sauce. Ooh, Whiskey River barbecue sauce is yeah. so good. I, oh. We find that that flavor works so much better with the pineapple because pineapple yep. and teriyaki is just sweet and sweet. But with the Whiskey River barbecue, you get a little bit more smoky, uh, a little bit more savory flavor to it, and it just really completes that that burger palette. <laughs> yep. We're, this is the connoisseur of burgers podcast. Um, okay, so that that's a few there. Let's. Uh, I'll has I'll toss it over to you if you have any uh, food yep. items you want to okay. add. I want you to think fast about this. Okay, craft dinner. No ketchup. Thank you. Oh, I find it so <laughs> weird when people put ketchup on that, but they it's... do, and it's like, why? Why do you put ketchup on your craft dinner? I can't no, dude, I can't uh, imagine doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's so just... weird. It's so weird. And then like, like what's really weird is this is funny because it's like it, they both bother me. But it's like it's hot. <laughs> it's hot macaroni and cheese. And you pour yeah. this cold ketchup on it, then it becomes this like not hot meal anymore, right? It's kind of just like yeah. that. But then some people are like, oh yeah. So then I heat it up, and I'm like, you microwave your ketchup? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. It's like a lose-lose, no matter what you do. <laughs> I can see why you're bothered by both. Oh, that's yeah. weird. That's I just know. like, that's so much effort to make something work. I've seen people watch <laughs> me eat craft Dinner, though, and they're like, no ketchup? Like, isn't it dry? And I'm like, no. Like, no, that's the, it's cheese sauce. Yeah, I Sauce know. is not dry. It's, it's just funny. It's just that That's like an argument. Like, people probably unsubscribe from the podcast because of that. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, we didn't that. want your kind anyways. 
your ketchup <laughs> kind. Anyway, got any more foods? Um, yeah, not off the top of my head. You go ahead. Okay, all right. Eggs. Ooh, interesting. Uh, no, I've I recently I've been doing a uh, hot sauce with eggs. Okay, uh, but no, I've never done ketchup with eggs. That seems a little weird, actually. Oh, okay. oh, it depends on what's cooked, I guess. Scrambled eggs, people probably do ketchup with. I can see that. I've never done it, but I can see that. I, I can't do it either. I so yeah, it, it is scrambled eggs that I see people like just spew ketchup all over. Yeah. and it kind of reminded me of like mac and cheese too. Just yeah. mixing the yellow and red colors. Just a weird one. Yeah, it's just that's weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. Steak. Whoa. That's odd. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. And I already really? okay. kind of a weird thing. I put butter on steak sometimes. And, that's uh, normal. That's fine. is it. Is it normal? Yeah. I don't know. I always feel a little bit weird about that. I'm like buttering my steak. You know, like. It, no, that just seems like thing. Like, it seems like I'm putting more fat on a fatty thing. You know, like <laughs> if you go to uh, places like the keg or something, I think they'll give you a steak where there's like a little dollop of butter on top. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, that's a good so point. I always feel really yeah. guilty when I'm doing it, though. You know, <laughs> I always like I nah, shouldn't be just, doing this, but it's just work it off. It's delicious. Though. Um, sorry, sorry. When I said really, I didn't mean that. Uh, like really, you don't put ketchup on it, but but really, you don't. Like, okay, I actually grew up watching people put ketchup on their steaks all the time and wow. i i did it only because i think my mom did it too and it was just it just became a habit mm. and then later on i was like why am i like the steak is great without ketchup why am i eating it with ketchup that's this is weird that so is i stopped weird. now i just don't i hate using ketchup on my steak i have to yeah. have it without that's very um, strange yeah I, I, don't, I, I don't agree with with ketchup on steak that seems weird to me it is yeah it is it's, this is a great yeah. topic by the way great we're topic. we're alienating so many people right now but yeah <laughs> Okay, so we're getting into a little bit of weird territory, but these okay. are still still things that I have, like, experiences, not that I have had, but that okay. I've, I, I've witnessed. Mm -hmm. um, broccoli. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> like cheese sauce, sure, you know? Uh, like teriyaki sauce or, or soy or sauce, like that sure, I get it, dinner. yeah. Yeah, but, oh, ketchup. <laughs> no way. No way, Jose. <laughs> I'm thinking of that that old uh, that tooth commercial. Don't you put it in your mouth? Yeah, that's what you, <laughs> that's, that's what you that's what you sing when you see broccoli and ketchup side by side. Blech. Yeah. Uh, so I have seen that. I I think when I was younger. I haven't seen it lately, but I've definitely okay. seen people use broccoli with ketchup. Yeah. Um. Okay. Corn on the cob. Hmm. That one to me is kind of disgusting. But I also am picturing, like, when I've had a hot dog with, like, you know, there's corn on the cob. And then, like, the ketchup's kind of spilled onto the corn. You know, well, I, I'd probably okay. be hesitant. I'd probably be hesitant yeah. to eat it at first. But I also probably wouldn't take the time to wipe it off. So I'm in the, I can see why people could possibly do it, but I'm disgusted by it. <laughs> okay, wait. So first of all, I want to paint this picture because you're saying you're you're... So you're basically double fisting. So one hand has the hot dog, the other hand. No, has no, the I'm cob. thinking on one of those like kids' party plates, you know, and you're oh, kind okay. of balancing it when you're trying to go walk over to your friends. <laughs> like... Right. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I was picturing, yeah, you're just you're at a party, like you're at a you're in like some sort of a, um, somebody's backyard barbecue party, mm. and you're walking around just holding a hot dog in one hand and corn on the cob in the other hand, and your beer is like in your pocket or something. I got one I for you. Okay. Meatloaf. Oh wow, that! Oh, I have done both. I think 
I used to be able to do it more, but I think now I would go meatloaf without the ketchup. I know, I know. Something yeah. switched in my brain as well too. It's like when I was a kid, that was a thing. It was always meatloaf and, and mustard baked into it, and then on top it was mu- meat. Uh, ke- sorry, ke- ketchup and mustard baked into it, and then on top it was ketchup and mustard poured onto it at the end. So then you had this like ketchup and mustard kind of layer. Wait, did on you have top. ketchup and mustard on the top and on the inside? Yes. Yeah, that's when I was a kid. It was done that Did way, you... and now, now I'm like, that's so gross. Like, I wouldn't want to eat it's... it that way at all. Yeah, you know, I can't... I'm trying to think back to when I could have done that flip over, and it's probably when I started to like wine more or something or alcohol. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, I, I just weird. I just I suspect that like as my palate changed to liking more things that I guess I used to find bitter or sour or something like yeah. I I enjoy now, and now I can't have things that are too sweet. Because even okay, like yeah. sometimes like having having some sort of pop like I, it's harder. It's a lot harder for me to get through like a whole can nowadays because it, just I can feel like the sugar syrup just bleh, all over my yeah. mouth and uh. I want salty. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, those are all the food items that I thought about beforehand. I figured like if we could what think of any about, others. What okay. about a grilled cheese sandwich? I would probably go no. Mm, I, I used to say yes and I used to do it actually and then I switched to barbecue sauce and I can never go back <laughs> okay well yeah see that that's another thing too because nowadays I find more people rather than like tossing ketchup and everything they put like hot sauce and everything yeah yeah I got right, really so. into hot sauce and barbecue sauce so uh yeah my fiance brings home like Montana's barbecue sauce sometimes or Montana's hot sauce and I love it it's so good oh that's it's, right yeah, it's the best oh um, that must be nice what about meatballs uh, ooh, probably, probably not. I would need to have like actual tomato sauce. I agree with and you. And actually, up. here's another one too to follow up. <laughs> the Italian blood's kicking in here. What about spaghetti and ketchup? Oh, no. <laughs> why? You know that's really popular. People do that all the time. Where? Why? I know that's like that's like a, a crucifix to you, but uh, there's a lot of people that cook spaghetti and they they pour ketchup all over it and what? stir it up like it's marinara. It's Ugh. just disgusting. I know these people that's... exist. <laughs> I I mean I guess is that even cheaper than buying tomato sauce? I don't know. Uh... Here's a weird one. Apparently, goldfish crackers. Why? No. I what? don't know. My fiance loves goldfish crackers. She just like, she loves them. I don't really like them all. The, I, I, no, they're not. <laughs> they, I think they're they're, okay, they're okay. They're okay. I'll eat one or two, but she'll like down a whole bag of them. Um, I wonder if she'd eat them with ketchup though. I doubt it. Uh, Seems kind of gross. Hope not. I don't. I just. Okay, I have oh. a follow up to your spaghetti. Ooh. Rice. Oh, that seems worse than spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know why. That's disgusting. Really? Actually, I think I think the I kind of find the spaghetti w- with ketchup like, yeah, like having a bunch yeah. of noodles that are slathered and like slippery and they're like, as you're trying to roll it. Oh. Up, yeah, no, I know. Like the spaghetti one is disgusting. But thinking there. about a, a spoonful of rice on my fork, and I bite into it, <laughs> and my teeth sink into this ketchup like glob. a layer of goop. Yeah, this ketchup globular it, it, that's in there with the rice. That's just disgusting. Like, oh, <laughs> I can't even stand that. <laughs> yeah no that's a weird okay I, me, man. I, I think we've covered all like, yeah. the, the main points that we need <laughs> what to do you with... think at home what are you thinking goes well with ketchup and do you disagree with us on any of these they're all like eating ketchup while listening to this 
Oh, that's a good one. How, can you eat ketchup on its own? Oh. I mean, <laughs> well, I guess it's always like, good you know, when the food itself you're like, yeah, on its own. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess okay. If it were if we were in a similar situation, how you said like it dripped onto your corn. Yeah. Because I was picturing if I had that on my on my cob. Yeah. I would probably lick off the ketchup and immediately lick some other part of the corn just to like chase. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Wash it, wash it down. You know? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but a spoonful, but a tablespoon of ketchup. No, I can't. Yeah, I couldn't either. Picturing that, I'm just, I can't. No. Oh, just kind of gross. It's, it's also like mayonnaise too, right? It's like, would you have a spoonful of mayonnaise? No, but would no. you eat it with stuff? Yeah, like of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's about it's about the pairing, just yeah. like sometimes with wine. See, that's why that's the connection. Ah, you pair, there it you is. Pair wine with certain things. There you don't it just, is. I mean, on Wednesday nights you just drink it, but on other <laughs> nights you will pair it with something. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm looking at the time. We're going to have to switch into topic number two, and it's going to be fairly quick here. So I apologize to anybody who was coming in to listen to topic number two, but we uh, wanted to talk about Star Wars more. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing I want to announce on this episode is my fiancé and I are officially getting a puppy! Yay! Yay! That's why I did not want to prod, because I knew uh, it was coming. Yeah, exactly. No, it's all good. Cool. Um, so yeah, she was working on making a homemade leash. So she's made a few now, so... um. We're going to get a puppy. I think it's going to be eight weeks. I could be wrong on that. I think it's going to be eight weeks when we get it, though. Um, It's this cute uh, blue healer that we are slowly discovering might not be a blue healer and might be a red healer. It's just that we don't know yet, and the colors are coming in, and it's hard to tell at this moment. (laughs) Blue healer. Oh, I I had never heard of it, so I was looking up, like, H-E-A-L-E-R. It's a healer. Yeah. It's like a nurse. <laughs> That's so cute. So it's um Australian cattle dog, to anybody who doesn't know it. Um, it's the same as the Australian cattle dog. They're typically called blue or red healers because of their colors. So yeah. there's a blue variant and a red variant. The red variant oh. looks more like a fox, and the blue one's That's a cute a little cool dog. That's a cool-looking dog. It's an adorable, like, medium-sized, uh, kind of border collie-esque-looking dog. Um, and it's, uh, it's bred with, I think, a shepherd, an Australian yeah, shepherd. Yeah, it must be, yeah, shepherd. I think it's Australian shepherd, and it's a dingo, the Australian wild dog, like, they're hyena oh, I can, kind of dog. Oh, I can, so. I can see the, 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 like, facial structure yeah. of the dingo. So, yeah, so, it does have this funny vocal, uh, like, howl to it, where it sounds quite wild, and, uh, they're really nice. We actually have a few up the road from our house, so they're really, really cute dogs, and we're really excited about it. Um, I have a photo. I can't send it to the audience, unfortunately, but I'll send it to you, Anthos. Um, send me. And uh, it's just uh, just a little pup. It's like it looks like <laughs> my fiance calls it the uh, the 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 seal, baby seal, because it just looks like a little puffball. Oh, <laughs> oh it, it looks almost see, albino. It's so cute. You can see how we don't know if it's going to be the blue variant or the red variant at this moment, because the ears are dark blue. Ish yeah. for the audience at home but the whole body of this little tiny ball this puff ball is white um yeah but like when we were staring we, we've like stared at this photo like intensely and if you zoom up like on its face it does yeah. have like these like brown blotches around its yeah. eyes and on I the feet they're also kind of brown so we're like it yeah. might be a red healer in the end i don't know so <laughs> we're excited cool congrats yeah. oh that's awesome so so what, how did what'll happen is on the podcast a few times i'll be able to bring in my little puppy and i can talk about the updates on the puppy and everything going on for that nice. so, guest yeah. speaker puppy <laughs> yeah. uh yeah we already have a name it's kova k-o-v-a kova 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 origin i'm looking up the origin oh and i see i don't think we've looked up the origin is that is that butter no okay <laughs> So I know it's actually I don't know why I type I type Kova origin and the first image that pops up is Koa K H O A for Wikipedia. 
girls' a names dairy product. for Ova. Anyways, it's more popular in this day and age than it was before. Fancy that. It's also Anyone more boys' people. name meaning strong. Cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, for the girls' name, they got like United nothing, United so it must be a boy name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, submission for the UK says the name Kova means tough. Interesting. That's a pretty cool name. Well, Kova. this dog's a cool dog. I don't know how tough she'll be, but she'll um, she's definitely gonna be our guard dog. So. Cool. I mean, yeah. Kova. <laughs> tough. <laughs> Bully. Um, yeah. So that's our that's our news. We don't have. Much. We're just kind of just sitting here twiddling our thumbs, waiting through this whole coronavirus thing, just hoping to get our dogs. <laughs> so how does actually, this work exactly? So for us, it's kind of interesting because there's actually a ferry to go to where we live because we live on an island, and uh, the ferry is in a sense it's kind of closed right now because of everything going on so we have to go and take a different route on the ferry to be able to even get onto the mainland where we have to go pick up the puppy so then we have to drive off it's actually an eight hour drive we're going to make to get to the puppy so you would know this but it's above Kamloops so we have to make a drive up to above Kamloops <laughs> and go get the puppy there and then come home um, so it's going to be quite an adventure but that'll Man. be fine they're going to put the puppy in a box put the box through a uh, one of those little mail slots and then we'll pick it up on the other side <laughs> awesome great yeah and so uh you said in eight weeks uh no sorry it's gonna be i think eight weeks old when we get it uh it's already oh, three I see, weeks. I see. so we're gonna be getting it on may i want to say like 22nd or so i'm not too sure I'm not okay. too sure yet. <laughs> i just yeah i just found that picture it's just yeah. so funny anthos just sent me a photo of a blue healer and a red healer the red healer is like under the blue healer making this stupid face like okay if any of you have ever seen ace ventura 2 when it comes out Jim of the Carrey's rhino character is coming out of the rhino that is this red healer coming out from under oh, the blue healer and it looks just amazing adorable well yeah <laughs> Um, my fiance's I hope your parents... dog ends up being either one of these dogs. Me too. <laughs> my fiance's parents have a dog that's also quite vocal, and so mm -hmm. uh, I love that dog. But if our dog is at all like that, then I have a feeling our listeners are going to start hearing a dog in the background quite a bit. Great. And uh, I don't know if she's going to want to be in this room while I'm recording, but I might be able to have her like sleep at my feet and stuff while we're recording. So we'll see. But that's going to be in a few more weeks. So too. I would say around episode sixty-seven or so is when we're going to start seeing the dog okay yeah um how have you decided i guess what you're going to do about training like you do all the training yourself or uh yeah it's going to be we're going to go through the training we've been watching some training videos and actually for anybody who's interested in that there is a really good youtube channel we've been watching that is called uh it's a guy i just don't remember his name right now unfortunately um just gonna switch over to it his name is like dingo joe <laughs> i think it's like greg or uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's Zach George. So if you go to Zach George's dog training revolution, he actually got a puppy last year um, of a border collie, and he's been filming it uh, every like week for his progress on it. And he goes through like the different things he's been doing with it. It's actually really useful. So, um, so it's a really good one that we're going through and kind of learning what we should and shouldn't be doing for the puppy. And uh, we, it's also going to be a high energy dog that we're getting, just like his is being a border collie. So we're we're expecting it's going to be a lot of running around lots of walks so we're trying to do our walks now and get ready for it and everything too so so i uh, just searched up the zach george dog training yeah and one of the first well not the first the, the third the third result that comes up how to teach the first seven things to your dog sit leave or sit leave it come leash walking name yeah. um the do you see that thumbnail yeah where he's holding that one dog that just looks like it's, it's just, just so much agony it's just <laughs> And he's, he's just trying to keep, like, a, like a straight face just to take the picture of that thumbnail. Yeah. I just 
Looks amazing. That is a weird looking dog. Looks like he's having a good time. <laughs> cool. Well, he's got a lot of videos. Yeah, he does. It's um. Cool. I, at first, when I was watching him, I didn't know what to think of him, but uh, he like grew on me over time, and I started to really like his videos. So, yeah, it's really good. Cool. Yeah, man. So, oh, anyways, that's, that's the that's the news, and it's gonna be carrying on as the show goes on. So more and more will happen. Great. Yeah. So every every topic from from then on in will be revolving around Kova. It's gonna be like yield news, and I'm gonna talk about my dog. <laughs> <laughs> The dog learned the old Kova. <laughs> the daily Kova. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that's it. So there's not much more to talk about it because I don't know much more. We've got like two photos of this dog, so I'm excited. But I will let you know more when I know more. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cool. All that right. Is excited. Well, Anthos, it's time for you to tell the audience where they can find you. If you want to find me, you can find me. On Twitter at Anthos1, that's at A-N-T-H-0-Z-1. And if you want to find me, you can also find me on Twitter at MapBrushGaming. If you want to find this podcast in a video format on YouTube, you can also go to MapBrushGaming. That's my YouTube channel where I put this podcast up there in video format for your eyeballs. But if you want to listen to it with your earballs, you can go onto any of your favorite podcasting platform and search up The Scumbar Podcast, and we should be available. I hope we are. I think we are. Most likely. Most likely. Maybe. You, you can give us a like, a star, a thumbs up, a comment, a subscribe. An a unsubscribe, wink. a wink, a blink, a blink, <laughs> a wig and a blink, a um, uh, twink. You could leave us a great comment, a drink, one of your favorite comments about Comet or Carpets, Cupid, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Blitzen. Uh, you could also write us an email at thescumbarpodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think there. Um, yeah. Other than that, we seem to be having some steady numbers with you guys. So thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we really would like to know what you think about the show and if you have any uh, things you want us to change or do or, or anything, really. So just just let us know. Just 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 give us a shout because we'd love to hear from you. We love or it. Or if, if you have a dog and you, oh, wanna, yeah. you want us to give a shout out to your dog, yeah. we can do that too. Woof. Yep. Woof, woof, woof. Bark. Woof, woof, woof. Anthos, I believe you have an Anthos-esque message you would like to tell the audience today. Man. Man's best. Man's best friend. Dog. Dogs. Dogs that... Dogs that care. Is this slam poetry? What is this? <laughs> Man's best friends are dogs that care. <laughs> Woof. All right, all right, all right. Good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye